Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet, Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk, Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger, APU Warforged Fighter, Mole Urzog, Cleric of Saint Allegius. And the Crucian crew. Usk. Lizard Man Druid. Rosie Hannah Ironcold Lee Green Roblack Bluebeard. AKA Rosie. Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn, the ever changing performer. Drathan, inspiring leader. Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients. Can save reality from utter destruction. Who once let us know what happened with the Crucian crew last time? Uh, we started in the middle of battle with uh, Mother Caldonia, and I don't know the person's name, another monk who was overtaken by her. Um, that monk immediately banished uh, Monkey Usk and Monkey Lynn, uh, where then Drathan you went all out on her, killing her basically in one round, um, bringing the monkeys back. Uh, Rosie kills the slime monster that was attacking Lynn, um, and then Carl kills Mother Kay. Um, so then Lynn does her soul sucky thing on the, the monk lady um, and gets memories of uh, Gareth, Gareth and Albert. And she knows she was losing her memory over um, oh, prior to Mother Caldonia taking, completely taking over. Uh, then we hear arguing down the hall and Drathan and Usk go charging in after Lynn uh, is just frustrated by their stupidity. And we see a two monks, one of them either being Albert or Gareth, I'm not sure. And one of the monks is uh, summoned a fire elemental right in front of him, or some sort of elemental. Earth elemental, yeah. Earth um, yeah, yeah. And so now we're, we're kind of bringing things together. So um, anybody, can anyone tell me what happened with the Chaos Quartet last time? Okay. So we were in the um, labyrinth area and we fought, well, yeah, talked our way, fought our way out of the um, uh, Minotaur guy who was chasing us playing hide and seek. And we got up to where the um, tribunal was and we walked through a door. It was as simple as that to get in. And, uh, well, after the monk, the Minotaur showed us where it was anyway. Um, and then we got there. And we had to and... bring him back from the dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. We did bring him back from the dead. Um, so then we got there and uh, the tribunal didn't like the idea of us messing with things, basically. And was just like, why do we care? It's whatever. It's just another world that's going to die. And we were like, but please. And they were like, okay, so there's this one thing. There's these people that like really messed stuff up and got the two worlds to collide. You need to go kill them. So that's where we ended. Yep. All right. So we'll start with the Crucian crew. You are once again in the fortress above the Pleiades Mountains. You've just defeated Mother Caldonia and uh, uh, Monk Eunice, who were actually Oblexes, or an Oblex and Minion. And um, you are seeing a uh, monk fight, the monks fight each other. We've got seen uh, Earth Elemental appear out of nowhere. What are you guys doing? 
Um, so was the the elemental, is it fighting the other monk? Right, the two monks seem to be arguing, and the earth elemental is coming out after one of them. Is there any way around them without having to engage? No, because you guys are in that hallway that led down the stairs, and then this is that center area that was where you actually solved that um, that sort of riddle thing with the, the levers. Okay. Um, I, I've got an idea. From 60 feet out, uh, Lynn's going to cast on the area comma motion. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay. We're going to try and remove, um, yeah, a lot of that emotion there. So uh, both of them, since it's centered on them, will need to make a charisma saving throw, DC 17. Okay. So they failed. Okay. Uh, They're not angry (laughs) at each other anymore. All right. So they stop and you hear him say, why are we even doing this? And the other one says, you're right. I don't know why I was so angry for a little bit. Um, and uh, Eunice is going to walk out because Lynn still looks like Eunice and is... Uh, oh, what were their names again? Ben, you had their names just a second Gareth, ago. Gareth and Albert. Gareth and Albert. Okay, I'm, I'm Lynn's assuming this is Gareth and Albert, so let's hope that this pays off. And they're going to walk out and... Well, you uh, would have Eunice's memory, right? So you know this is Gareth and Albert. Okay, yeah. Well, I didn't know where, like, with the memory losing thing, if that was was the case or not. So, um, and I know which one is Gareth and which one is Albert? Yes. Yes, Okay. The one who had just... Yeah, yep. And you would actually know Albert is the one who came to the door that you already spoke with. Got it. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, um... She'll walk out and she'll be like, Gareth, Albert, what's going on? And they'll stop and they'll look at you and say, Albert says, well, I thought that I was doing some good by helping out Mother Caldona. Um, And I think I was, but the opposition to her stances and, and how she operated, I don't think is worth killing over. I don't know. I was just overcome with rage for a little bit. I, 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 I agree, but it seems that something horrible has happened. I just went to go check on the mother, as you know, and it's it's very bad down there. What happened? There's there's this ooze everywhere, and I cannot find her. So we should go find out what the secret of this ooze is. <laughs> You're making me want turtle soup again, Alex. Come on. <sighs> um. Yeah, Lynn's just going to do it. I'm going to burn a fourth level spell before they see my friends. Uh, my friends are invisible. Um, <laughs> they're invisible now. <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, yeah, because I don't want them seeing you guys if they walk past me. Um, yes, yes. I was going to go get some of my things. Um, I'll meet you down there. Okay. Thank you, Eunice. Sister. Yes. Yes, brothers. And as you see them start to walk that way, suddenly it looks like darkness surrounds them and you hear the rush of wind, or it's not wind, it almost sounds like a train, as if you're on some kind of railroad track through space and time, and in front of you, you see a gray man hanging in the middle of nothing. His skin is gray, his mouth is hung open, his tongue lolls out, his eyes are sewn shut. Zalara, this would be a figure you've seen once before after plummeting off a mountain, but only for a split second. And without moving his mouth, he says, I am Medlar. 
upset the orders of law in the universe. You have been selected to pay for your crimes. And we'll cut over to the room with the tribunal where law has just declared that if you kill this other people, then the Chaos Quartet will be able to get the information they need to defeat Tatoman. He says, right, so if you do that, then we'll go ahead and I'll show you what you need. If it bugs you so much, why do you not do it? We don't really interfere that much. And when we do, it causes some problems from time to time. But by telling us to do it, isn't that you interfering? Right, well, I did kind of interfere before by creating... To separate the two planes to begin with, there was a portal that was opened long ago, and so I had to create the blocking of the two worlds. And then the human-looking man says, and he didn't do a very good job, so it was easy to destroy. So why not do a better job now? That's what I'm doing. And that requires us to kill these people? Is there no other way? I have no grievance with these people. Yes, we are not assassins. All right, don't do it. Do the, any of the other th- three look like they're interested at all? Um, APU's like just swinging his new battle axe. He's not against it. They've broken got a universal level law. <laughs> no, I, I, I meant more the the tribunal, the other three tribunals. Sorry, people. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Good I to know. You meant to, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I should have specified. Well, you know, the they you're not really getting much. Um, the gray elfin lady seems completely apathetic the lava looking man is just kind of playing with his lava skin making you know as as it crusts over on the top as it interacts with air he just pulls some more out and some flame shoot out he's just kind of giggling um and then of course the the human man has added his own two cents there so uh what what caused these in the first place to be combined if this is not the way they should be. Right, so there was a man who was made who discovered the secrets of walking from world to world, and when he did so, he'd opened up all the portals from place to place. It was like a universal opening, and most of it centered around your world. Could we not close it off? Would that not solve many of our issues and your problems? That's literally what I'm asking you to do. But how does killing people close a portal? Is it a sacrifice? Do we need a ritual? If you want to call it, the ritual is the killing. But why these specific people? What makes them different than other people? Why is it so important that we kill them? They're the ones who broke the law. I see. And the Hmm. human says, to be fair, they didn't know they were breaking the law. At which point the dwarf says, ignorance of the law is no excuse. What are your thoughts on this whole situation, APU? Um, with that comment, APU is a little bit more unsure. Because obviously, yeah, they've broken a law, but then straight to murder without, or straight to execution without anything in the middle. Uh, is is there no warning if they did not know they were breaking the law? The warning was the seal itself. But on the seal, did it say breaking this will lead to your execution? <laughs> no, of course not. That was a, That would be an odd thing to say. Why? There are many it's... things that people do not want you to do that they label with execution. 
for example, Many areas things. people are meant to go into have a big sign saying, you know, authorized personnel only. Mm-hmm. Does that mean so, that, did, so it says authorized personnel only? It doesn't say if you walk in here, you'll die. But if you go in there, you know you're not authorized. Unless you're authorized, then you would know you can go in there. Right. And I and think in you, that situation. If you see a magical seal that's clearly magical and buried under an ancient castle, it's pretty clear that you should not break it. It's the same but principle. Usually. Neither one spells out exactly what it is, but the idea, if you see a locked door, you know the door is locked. You're not supposed to walk through there and just say, oh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to go through there because, yes, it, it is somebody else's house, but there's a door there and it was unlocked. And I was just curious. Therefore, it's okay for me to open the door. Should they not be given a chance to defend themselves? Maybe they didn't know breaking the seal was bad. They literally are. That's That's literally what is happening. Trial by combat. I assume is what you're insinuating. I, I'm not insinuating. I'm I'm saying it. You can go kill Declaring, them. Yes. Sorry. So if they if they killed us, they would then be made innocent of their crimes. Yes. But then you would still have the two world problem. No, we we would serve as the necessary catalyst. I think. Mm-hmm. So you just want violence? No, I want law. And as you've seen, without violence, there can be no true law. It was an unfortunate mistake I made on sigil. Law can uh, only be without the threat of violence. How can law be enacted? So the end result is four people must die. We, if, if one of us was to survive and three of them were to survive, would the remaining one of us get the information they wanted and your issue be resolved as well? Yes. So these people were in an, you said ancient castle? It was It was underneath an ancient castle? So how did they... The human hand, or the human lifts his hand up real quick as the dwarf starts to answer, like stopping the dwarf. He's like, it wasn't hidden that well. And so, and the dwarf says, well, it was a long time ago. And then, you know, erosion took the top off and eventually you could see it again. And then then they saw it and they built the castle around it. It's, I, I, I don't like the insinuation that I didn't fully do my job. And there's clearly some conflict between good and law here. It, it seems there's quite a lot of discord between you as a tribunal. Do any of the rest of you have other solutions or other opinions on how to fix this? The lava man says, I think it's kind of funny. And then the elfin woman says, whoever survives, the only problem I see with this is this Tatomon may be a bit of a problem in the future. So... We will declare whoever wins this our champion. I think that would make you feel better, right, good? He nods his head. She says, okay, so whoever wins this battle must stop the evil. Would that would that make everyone happy? So even if you die, good will happen. Is that okay with you? So it sounds good in theory, but that would be I mean, us ne- agreeing to something on their behalf. They would not be required to be your champions, even if you bestowed them with great power. We'll see when that time comes. I'm just trying to alleviate all fears. But your goal could be met anyway. Why do you just not help if you're going to help anyways? What do you think we're doing? We are forces of nature. We are not. You understand that you only see us as people because that's all your brain can comprehend. We are not. We're just forces. We're not. Do you understand? We are the things that make up life. By definition of what you just said, we cannot. Right. You can't. So no, we don't understand. Let us show you what we look like. And then they all just rip their faces off in different ways. And you see all of reality in a way you never have before. Like every end of the light spectrum, everything that's ever happened, the dimensions you can't see above and beyond all at once. 
you look beyond that and you see into yourselves and you realize that even at the core of who you are seems to be a non-nothing, but nothing that is defined. All of you take 3,000 damage as your bodies dissipate into nothingness. For a second, you all see a figure, a gray figure with its tongue hanging out who says, I am... And then you're back in the room again and neutral, <laughs> the, the elf says... So try and understand that. You can't, right? That killed you. That much knowledge just killed you. So, you know. Okay. So you're asking us to understand the not understandable and go and fight some people to close off Shamhara's world from the rest of whatever the gate was that was sealed before. And regardless of what we end up achieving in this fight, whether we die or win, um... The Tadamon and Shamhara will be protected. Shamhara will be protected and Tadamon will be taken down. Yes, that is the goal. But not the outcome. No. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to achieve my goals. If will this, this is close what it off takes. all the portals? No. Hmm. Well, I guess. Uh, in, the, in our heads, I'll say, Mole, can you just bring them back once we destroy them? Um, Would they I, not require us? I, I won. Mole is saying what they're saying, assuming that these people can hear it, because they're just, like, crazy powerful. And two, uh... I... I'm not sure on the intricacies of the... the nature of bringing someone back, but I do know that in situations where a soul is unwilling to return, it cannot. I do not know what would happen if a soul is unable to return. Mm. I do not think it is something we could fall back on, or at least reliably. Also, while some of us may be willing to do whatever it takes, I am not. I did not think so. This just feels wrong to me. There has been no, no reason given other than a mistake of somebody else in a not arbitrary law, but in a, it seems like this was rigged from the start for somebody to mess up like this. I would hate to punish somebody I feel is undeserving. They have still broken a law, even if they do not know the law themselves. In our world, in your world, sorry, surely they would, the church would send out an enforcer to carry out a punishment if someone had broken the law, and they wouldn't just be forgiven if they didn't know it was a law. I agree that is probably the case. And while the church that I serve may do that, that does not mean I agree with it. I think all people can be reforged, and um, anybody can deserve a second chance. Maybe this is their reforging. Maybe their souls being taken and made into the new seal is the way they are reforged and pay atonement for the crime that they have committed. Why do they break this seal anyways? No idea. That has not That's been explained allowed. to us. Uh, um, Law says, because it was there. That was it. I mean, like, they were just curious. That was it. It's like if you saw a really nice house and it, it had, like, an intriguing door on the front. And then you were like, oh, I'm just going to break through the door and walk in because I like the door. I want to know what's inside that house. Curiosity does kill a lot of cats. This whole thing is like, you know, when you're you're going for a walk and you get a little pebble in your boot and it annoys you at first. But as you keep walking, and for some reason you can't take it off, it just drives in, and the next thing you know, it's the only thing you can fucking think about. But you could always anyway, just take off the boot. It's not a perfect metaphor. 
Kim here. We have some exciting new things over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. There's things like Behold the Lore that Alex will tell you more about what's going on on the Great Isle and some of the backstory of things that have happened. Some painting tutorials from Sam that make those lovely little minis just pop with color and original artwork from Ben, who has done all of the artwork on our site and our Patreon. And we'll have some general role-playing and TTRPG discussions and a lot of other whatever we can come up with. Uh, it's a lot of really good content, and I highly encourage you to head over to patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. And now, back to your schedulely regular program. If we do this thing... Is it an all-or-nothing deal? Do we have to all win? Do they have to all lose? It just has to be for people? Of you? Yes. But why are us? Why are we different? I see why they're different, but why would we be different? And the lava man says, Oh my god, this is so boring. Alright, um... So... The way it works is there are certain things that are connected, even people, across space and time, through multiple dimensions. Your souls aren't that much different. It's like, you know how you can... There are certain people, certain blood types you can exchange, and if it's within family, it's better. It's the same kind of... Well, you probably don't know that, do you? Oh, I forget what we're talking to. If we are connected, then wouldn't we be destroying ourselves? Different aspects of it. I don't... I mean, kind of. It's just like whenever two lawful societies go and kill each other, it's it, it's both kind of, you know, like law is going to die a little bit, but also not really. It'll just be, you know, like you say, um, you know, a mole, it, it'd just be reforged into a different, reshaped, into maybe a different identity, eventually. The, the law would fit the people that it now serves. I actually don't know what you mean by that, Sam. Um... The, the law would change based upon who was viewing it. That means right. that law is malleable. Then this law should be malleable too. I and do not believe in absolutes. Do you absolutely believe that? Ooh, no. Touche. <laughs> I'm willing to change on that. I, I just do not think you have a compelling reason why I should be made, or not made, required to kill someone I do not know for what seems to me to be an exceedingly stupid reason, if I'm being honest. And you see good nods his head. Yeah, yeah, it is dumb. Then help us out. Why listen to this guy? Because I'm not the one who set this in motion. Law has its, uh, his own domains, I have mine. And sometimes they meet, and sometimes they're in completely opposing views. So the information to destroy Tataman, or at least stop him, comes from Law? It comes from all of us, but this is the way that Law has set this up. Therefore, he's established a law. It is his domain, and this is the way we'll go with it. But chaos directly contradicts law. So why does he care? Or they. The chaos says whoever. No, I... <laughs> Whatever. No, the elf lady says. Once again, we are all chaos. That, that is the heart of all creation. Is the nothingness and the confusion of just energy as it is. Never created, never destroyed, taking different forms and shapes over time. And within that chaos, eventually good, those of us who choose to stay out of the fray, and also law, and even evil, came into existence. 
Chaos just is. It's the neutral state. It's not It's not anything above and beyond that. What you consider to be sort of a law or neutral or good or evil all comes from chaos. Hmm. Because within chaos there is infinity. And within infinity all things are possible. Even a reality in which we are real and multiple millions and billions of realities are formed out of our energy. So chaos is the strong one. Chaos is, chaos is the ground of being. I propose to you all a different solution. I, I think that there is something here going unsaid. I realize that this is your requirement for you all to help us. I oppose that whoever finds our, our cause interesting or just or wrong, whatever you feel, why do you not individually help us? I would rather take less power and do what I feel needs to be done than make a compromise. We are. That's why now, because good spoke up, it's not just requiring their blood. It can be yours. So we're staying within the law of trial by combat that law established. And as new neutrality is said over there, she has now implemented the phase where anyone of the four who are left standing can be the ones to have the power to take on Tatoman. These are us working, but we cannot break the law once law is established. We can only work within the confines, adding our own touches to law to make it either good or evil. Well, I think that there is nowhere else I can go with this discussion. I think there is a, a pretty firm stance set by you. Um, and they'll turn to the rest of the group and go, um, you all know my opinion on this now. Um, I will let each of you make your own decision. Well, if it is just the three of us versus four of them, are they like peasants? No. Then Evil says, no, they are. They're fairly powerful. Yeah, fairly powerful. Hmm. I don't know if they're as strong as you, but they're close. So just to be clear, we mm -hmm. just need to kill them. And then things go back to normal and you give us the information or whoever survives. And Law says, yes, for fuck's sake, yes, that's it. That's it. Just, oh my God. Have you ever dealt with the law at all? You just read it and then you do what it says. I know. I am being very clear. Four people die and that's it. Oh my God. No magic is involved. Just four people dead between the well, eight magic's, of us. Yeah. I mean, magic's involved because we're going to suck your soul out and we're going to put it back in there. See, that's what I wanted. Soul. Yeah. The death of the soul, not the death of the person. You want their souls, not their lives. Their physical bodies. I, I have one more question. If during the fight, one of us falls and another one uses magic to resurrect that person during the fight, mm -hmm. do you suck the soul as soon as one goes down or after four have gone down and it cannot be revived? Well, that's, I mean, it's kind of a moot point, but it, it would be after all four go down. Thanks for the mechanical question, Ryan. It's very useful to know <laughs> if we're trying to kill her. <laughs> you know, this is why I left the church to begin with. Well, nothing makes sense. They are in supreme power, yet they just want you to do what they want you to do. This sucks. We can say no, Garen. Yes, I, we can, can I say no. This. I am on no. board. If they have broken a law and their, their death only is, an, is a punishment for their crime, but also assists us in our goals, I am personally with, on board. As terrible as these things are, I do not trust them. Not one bit. They seem incredibly petty. How long is this deal on the table? 
You can take it over. Do you want a night? Do you want to think about it? We haven't had night here in forever, so that'd be fun. <laughs> hmm. What is Zalara thinking? Zalara is very much just whatever it takes at this point and doesn't think that she's going to be able to convince Mole of anything because uh, she's not really had good chance of, or a good um, the ability to convince anybody of the church to do anything ever. So um, she's just basically staying quiet and trying to like wait for Mole to come to the conclusion that this is the only way to go because we don't have options right now as far as Solara sees. Mole, while you are against attacking these people, if we were to go there and say why we were being sent and they chose to attack us, would you defend yourself? Would you abstain completely? Would you not assist us if we were then in a forced fight against our own lives? Um, unlike many people, I am very proficient at not fighting. Um, I can protect myself with having, without having to kill others. Um, I just... I, I think we're all caught up on that this is the only way to solve our problem. But this may be one of the quickest ways to solve our problem, but it is not the only way to solve our problem. How do you propose to take down Tataman then? Please, tell me. Immediate solution? No clue. But I would rather have a solution I'm okay with than an immediate solution. The cost, the, the cost doesn't always justify the means saying what i will do whatever i need to do to cause this because this is the right thing i do not think can outweigh all the wrongs you can do to get there i've spent my life trying to undo wrongs to get to where i am do you value the lives of these four people you don't know higher than the thousands that Totemon may kill in the time it takes us to find a new solution I understand your point, and while that saddens me deeply and would be something I would have to live with, making, making the decision to still try to do what I feel is right is the only way to go. I already feel bad about the means I've used to get this far. We hold great power over people. We're making decisions for everybody right now when we make this. And while I feel that the person I am is a generally good person, I would hope, what gives me the right to make this decision for everybody, for these four people and for everybody else, to say that I am the person who has to fix this? What if in the coming fight you do not have to raise your hand against them at all? All I would like to know is that if they were to attack us, would you assist in us staying alive? And us being protected. <laughs> uh, Mole has a very similar face to Sam in real life right now, where <laughs> where you can tell that they're thinking about this very hard. Um, I'm in the very unique situation where, in order to bring balance to both of these groups, I have built some very passive characters that are not going to want to kill each other. <laughs> And I can see a situation where two of mine are still alive and four of you guys are dead. <laughs> and that's going to be really weird. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to be meta here. Like, I think all of these questions are things that Mole would genuinely propose. But, um, yeah. Oh, the conflict. Um, if I'm being honest, APU, 
I think the best solution. Um, while I like all of you, um, I would not age you, but why would I hinder them? Why would I make, how is that just for me when I have not decided yet on if they have done anything wrong? That is the only answer I required from you. I simply wish to know how you would act in the scenario. If you would stand by and watch us die, that is your choice. I am, I will put it this way. I am metal APU. I can be molded to each situation. And when encountering this- APU will literally <laughs> just tap against him because he's literally metal. When I encounter this situation, I will have to make a decision as it comes. And at that word, you guys hear the chugga 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 choo choo. And that's where we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, Season 2, Episode 56, Tracks of Death, Part 1. Hey guys, hope you have enjoyed these first two seasons. This is the beginning of the end of Season 2 arc, so hope you're having a good time. Um, you know, this is this is an interesting arc. It's, it's interesting, so hold on to your butts for the next few episodes because it's, um, it's interesting. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Head over to patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. Sign up, get some free content, learn a lot of interesting things about a world you never knew existed before you listened to this podcast. Make sure to check out our website, beholderseyecast.com, and follow us on Twitter at beholdersipod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU and Usk, at DuffDuff the third. Bitter plays Drathan and Garrett at Miro 4, D2. Kim plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl. And Sam who plays Mullen Lynn at Sam's Lot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. All music from filmmusic.io. Long Note 4, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. License under Creative Commons 4.0, Sound effects by zapsplat.com.